Welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 360. We've come full circle. This is for July 24th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reet Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Connor, the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. You know, with comments like that, you might not have anybody joining you. That's true. Uh, though, uh, Aro is not here this week, but I believe he should be back next week. I thought that was the, the plan. It's been a month without him, which is... It's all right. You know, it's not the worst thing that could happen to us, but that's okay. Reeton misses his friend, but we've never needed to be less censored. That's true. Yeah, we never had... We've, well, it's a good thing we never had some of our other old acquaintances uh, join us, because then I'd, be ha- I'd actually have to go in and mute some stuff and delete some stuff. Um, so, first off, where can we find you? You could find me, you could find Nathan, you could find Aroa at aroa.website, A-R-O-A-H dot website. One of those links that I want to draw your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Season six starts next week. Perfect. And uh, for me, you can find me at Reet and Everywhere. Obviously, I'm on aroa.website, but the one I want to point out is that I am on Twitch five days a week, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. I will be having to take a little bit of time off. Uh, I got some work coming up probably next month, but I'm going to get like 15 hours of overtime that week, which will be pretty sweet. I think I'll, I think I'll, I'll like that, but yeah. So, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. I'm on twitch.tv forward slash retin and, uh, press the follow button and you can get updated when I'm live. So, uh what games did you play this week not much uh, i painted uh did i play i didn't i don't even think i played space station 3 i played a little bit of league of legends okay i've not watched anime so we're, we're almost back to uh the the old theme songs way of things oh good you haven't you haven't watched any anime because you don't like anime it's not that i don't like anime it's just it's, it's not my jam you know I like anime, um, and I understand. So I think I mentioned it. There's the debate between subs and dubs, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Where some people <laughs> prefer dubbed anime, and some people are usually Can't very militant. Like no, 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 no. Uh, I, I said dubbed, and then some people are very militant and liked subbed anime, and I like both of them. Uh, but the problem with subbed anime, where, where they have subtitles on them, is that I get distracted super easy. And so I will totally miss what's going on if, if I don't have a dubbed anime. Uh, but, but I've watched subbed and dubbed anime, and it's, it's fine. It doesn't, I don't really care which one I'm watching as long as the dub is good. Uh, I did watch like Inuyasha back in the day, and the sub was vastly superior to the, the dubbed anime. But anyway, uh, so you didn't play anything. I played uh, Dying Light 2, and that game is pretty good. If you like, uh, yeah. you know the Assassin's Creed games, how they have the parkour system and stuff, and like everything will be going well, and then your guy will just jump off in a random direction? 
I have multiple clips on my Switch of just that happening. Yeah, that kind that that still happens as a first person game in Dying Light 2, but it still happens where you're like, I'm going to jump on this pole. Or I had one where there was clear indication that it's like a ladder thing uh, built into the wall. And so you're like, okay, I jump over here. And instead of doing the jump and grabbing on and climbing it like you would a ladder, I decided to do a wall run and fall to my death. That's what you wanted to do. Yeah, that's exactly what I was aiming for. Uh, but I just got the paraglider, so I'm turning into uh, Link. They had to, after Breath of the Wild, they had to put a paraglider in every video game. I mean, if, if you really want to play that card, I think Far Cry did it first. Oh, did they? And that... Breath of the Wild is basically a Far Cry game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're exactly the same. Uh, but they they have very similar mechanics, like, oh... You go over this fan, and it will blow you upward, and which you can do in Breath of the Wild, and I don't know about Far Cry, but yeah, similar, similar. Or uh, Just Cause. I think Just Cause might have been before both of them. Uh, I think you're right. Just Cause is, uh, I guess that's the one that should come to mind when you think of, like, silly sandbox stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, good game. I am having fun with it. I don't want to do too many spoilers, but there are... Uh, there's there's some good things about it. I love chopping people's heads off. It's uh it's great. Although uh drop kicking people is also very effective. I've been got... telling you that for years. <laughs> it, it 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 I only weigh like 150 pounds, so it's not super effective for me. You just got to get enough momentum going, buddy. That's true. That's true. I got to learn how to run fast. Anyway, or have them run into me like in in professional wrestling. Uh and then I played on Friday night. So I played uh, Dying Light Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. On Friday, I played another game that was released on Game Pass called As, As Dusk Falls. And it is like a, it's, it's kind of like a Telltale game, like where it's very, very story-based and you have like different decisions that you can make that will outcome, that will change the outcome of the story. And uh, it's interesting. Though not amazing, I'll probably beat it. Did you hop in on that, on that at all? I thought you joined for a little bit on Friday. I, I think I, I I think I said hey and left. The I don't like the art style. It's like they're trying for like a super realistic, like kind of an FMV thing, but then it's all like static images, basically. Like, and there's very little actual movement of the characters. And I, it's, it's fine. It's just, I don't like the art style. Um, but it's included with Game Pass, so I thought I'd give it a try. And it's not terrible. And it's a good game to stream because it's, it's short. And there are, like, chapters. So you can be like, I'm done with this chapter. I'm done with the stream for the night. And I'll be back tomorrow. Something like that. There's also a broadcast mode, which uh, was unfortunately not very utilized, where... There are like three or four choices typically that you have to choose from. And the stream can choose to put in a vote for what they want to happen. So I could play and possibly if you were there, you could be like, I want to do this choice that will obviously end badly because that's what you would do. And uh, unfortunately, nobody used that. I had some people watching, but nobody actually utilized it. They were just saying, like, do this. And I was like, you have the option 
to vote and they're like no no i just want you to make the decision i don't want to i don't want to be the person who actually causes this to happen i'm like okay thanks uh but yeah it was it was a pretty good pretty good time anyway that's that's it i didn't play anything else oh i did uh break my computer though did yeah I, I remember you talking about that yeah i i was like so i had my 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 game drive set up as a raid zero and i was like that did not factor in when i was thinking about doing what i was doing because my brain was like hey i should i've had my computer for like six months i should probably update the firmware especially since uh you know i want there's a feature i want that still isn't implemented into my motherboard but i thought maybe updating my firmware would implement it which is some games don't and programs don't react kindly to the efficiency cores on my processor. And so there's a way that you can update your motherboard on certain motherboards and disable those efficiency cores. So it'd work better in those particular applications. And so I updated my firmware for my BIOS and it broke my RAID. I was able to boot up into Windows, but it broke my RAID. And I think I know what happened, but I didn't have enough time to troubleshoot to figure it out before I had to stream. I think that it it was trying to boot into the uh, the raid, but for some reason, it must have updated something to do with the the raid driver wasn't working with Windows anymore. So I probably had to go into safe mode and and install a new driver, but I didn't think about that until I had already killed the raid and just fixed it and and started downloading my games. So uh, don't upgrade your firmware. That's ever ever don't this ever will upgrade always it. happen. Yes, every single time, especially if you have a raid zero. But I ended up fixing it. Everything's working fine now. Uh, I have my my raid and my games back. Thankfully, it's just my game folder, so it's not like I save anything. You know, there's no, I didn't lose any documents or anything. All that stuff's on the cloud, so I just downloaded it again. Anyway, uh, let's move on to some news stories. And we're going to talk about Xbox and Discord. This is, we, we, we're on Discord right now. That's how we communicate usually. Yeah, because Skype is dead and we're not going to use Zoom. So Nathan won't host a TeamSpeak server for his friends. Uh, I would do Mumble. If I were to do any of it, but I, get get a Ventrilo Dis- server. Discord is just so much easier. It's so Let's easy. Let's switch over to Microsoft Teams. I have Microsoft Teams for my work, and it, it's not great. But anyway, uh, Discord is coming to Xbox, and now Discord has already been on Xbox, but only for like chatting. Like you can only like type, use the text chat, right? But you couldn't actually go in and join and speak with voice on Discord until now. Everyone uh, knows the main way that people want to communicate with a controller is letter by letter. Yeah, letter by letter is perfect. It's great. Um, and and I, I thought when, when they got Discord on the Xbox and on the PlayStation, I was like, why don't they have voice? And I'm sure it's because Xbox and PlayStation have their own voice servers that they wanted to prioritize over discord. Um, and I guess that just, it, it finally got to the point where Microsoft is like, fuck it. We're just gonna, 
we're just going to allow them to use voice on Discord now. Um, so, very excited about that. Not that either one of us are going to use it, but it's still really cool if we do have friends that play on uh, on Xbox. Airfox, for example, plays on Xbox a lot. So this will be a boon to him so he doesn't have to pee at his PC while playing on his Xbox to, to talk on Discord. Um, it'll also allow you to do, like, crossplay way easier because with with the Xbox, uh, like Halo Infinite, you can do crossplay between the Xbox and the PC. And now you can use Discord to communicate with those so you don't have to have another device. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? My main thought is anything that's going to be like cross-platform like that probably is going to have its own VoIP. And, you know, you'd hope anyways. I, I guess it's not a, a healthy thing to assume. Yeah. And I don't know. Having more options is always the way to go. I can see this causing conflict where kind of the experience that I have with PC gaming, I'll join in a lobby. And if somebody's talking, I just kind of like go ug and mute them so I can go back to my discord conversation. Well, that's I wonder, a, yeah, I wonder how I that's wonder going. if that's something that they were intentionally trying to avoid. They want people to use their voice services. They're paying for them after all. And giving them an outlet to use something like discord on client sort of incentivizes them not to do that. Also, yeah. it's going to probably lead to more cheating, which I mean, I, I could tell you just from playing like Pavlov, there's nothing more frustrating than when people are telling themselves what's going on in Discord. Yeah, I remember uh, way back when, when WoW first came out, and you couldn't, I, I always got frustrated because you can't talk to the other side. So there's the Horde and the not Horde. I don't know. The what Alliance. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um and and so you couldn't talk to each other. Like even though they definitely should be able to communicate at some point, uh you just can't communicate with them. So I asked somebody that. I was like, "Why what's what's the reasoning that you think is that this is happening?" And they're like, "Oh, it's because you don't want like when they're doing PVP or something, you don't want them to be able to understand each other when they're trying to make battle plans." And I was like, "Couldn't you just like make a system where you can only communicate in your party or something like that. And it just incentivized people to create alts and, and, or, or, or rather buy another sub and then they're, they're able to do the horde missions or whatever, or go on the horde side. Is it Alliance? What is it called? It, It is the Alliance, the Alliance and the horde. Okay. 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 So yeah. Um, and that, that they finally got rid of it. From what I understand, I believe we talked about it, that they're finally making it so you can just talk with the other side now. Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, and then there was also, from what Aroa was saying, there was a race that came in that they could talk to both sides, the pandas, I believe. Yeah, pandarins. Yeah. And what I'm getting at with that example is it's silly. It's silly not to have the ability to talk cross-platform like this with something like Discord. They already had Discord on the PlayStation and on the Xbox. Uh, it's just a matter of time before the PlayStation gets Discord, and then we'll be able to talk between the PlayStation and Xbox, and that is funny to me because it would be good. And there are some cross-platform games between the Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 
Um, very few. I think Rocket League does it. That's the only one I could think of. Um, uh, Minecraft, maybe. Minecraft, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not the PlayStation, but the rest of them. Yeah. Well, I know. And then there's, you know, there are some that are like between the PC and PlayStation, uh, like DCUO, uh, DC Universe Online. You can play cross platform like that. So it'd be nice to have voice control, uh, like something like Discord on all of those. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about another story. Um, have you been looking for a GPU, Connor? Uh, no, no, I have. Uh, yeah, actually, yes, yes, I have. But I, I, I'm looking for one, but I can't afford one. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Well, you might be able to, you might be in luck. Actually, you're not. I looked. It's not great. Um, there's a new site. It's called justgpu.com. Uh, Newegg has launched a new site that is just GPUs. That's it. It's justgpu.com. And you can go on there and you can look for uh, just GPUs. I saw, I think I posted in the chat, the 3090 was selling for $999. Damn! That's, that's on, a good deal. On Woot. Yeah, yeah it was like, it, the 3090 when it came out was $1,500. And it went up to over $2,500 at one point. And now you can get it for $1,000. This that is, is a good trend. That is amazing. I, I, if I, when I was buying my graphics card, because I have a 3070, if I had the option to spend the $650 or $1,000, like $650 for my 3070 or $1,000 for the 3090, I would have really contemplated getting the 3090. It is, you know, $250 more than what I paid, but that's still a really good deal. Or $350 more. Um, so I'm looking at the prices here. They have some decent deals. The problem I have with the, the site, just GPU is it's all new cards. It's all the, it's, they only have the 30 series. So the 3000 series of RTX cards and they, I'm not even seeing, I don't even see the 1600 series of cards. Are you on the site at all? Nope. Um, the, and the cheapest one that they have right now, the 3050, is still going for $329, which I think is too much. So I would say, honestly, don't just go to Newegg if you're looking for deals, or even Amazon or eBay, uh, because there are a lot of used cards. They might have been used for mining, uh, but there are going to be a lot of used cards that are going to go on sale on those sites or keep an eye out on things like woot or um uh, med.com and see if they release a graphics card that happens to be uh cheaper like the 3090 for a thousand dollars um so you're not you have opted to not buy a graphics card because you want to buy a steam deck is that correct well you know that and like you know afford my student loan payments but yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Are you so they didn't get frozen? Nope. Oh, did you go through a private company then, like Sally May or something? I refinanced through a private company. No, why'd you do that? Because my interest rate was almost ten percent, motherfucker. Oh, that would do it. I I did not do that, thankfully. Uh, so I've had no payment for two years, I think, which is pretty great. Uh, I've been able to save up a lot of money. 
and hopefully they'll do some student loan cancellation here soon. That would be that would be fucking be, awesome. It would be. I don't know if people who had like who who people who went through private companies. I don't know if it would it would cancel that debt. Almost certainly not. But like, I could be happy for other people who need help. Exactly. That that's my thing. Like I've I, I've told people that I support student loan cancellation even if in the bill they expressly said no nathan spruce has to pay his like i'd still be okay with that i I would be okay with it because i would be like man that sucks for me but on the other hand other people are gonna have a way easier time um so we'll see we'll see what happens with that but yeah student loan payments suck and i i from what i gather you're are you almost done if I as long as like my car doesn't die or like I need to you know whatever I might even be done by the time I'm 30 which would be super dope yeah that would be nice so another what 15 years that's right 16 years (laughs) no it's it's like less than half a year now oh good oh good um well if you want a cheap game to play that you might be able to get refunded for you could play the game refund me if you can yeah, I, I do just want to say, normally your segues suck. That was actually a pretty good segue. Okay, thank you. Um, but no, seriously, th- there's a game called Refund Me If You Can that it has... It, it's it's a weird game, but let's talk to let's talk about it from uh, TechSpot. It says, a new horror game on Steam challenges players to complete the game before asking for a refund. Indie developer Sun Game Studio published a game on Valve's popular storefront on Friday. In Refund Me If You Can, you play a girl named Sarah who is trapped in a nightmare and being chased by a monster. The only way to wake her from her hellish slumber is to successfully navigate a maze featuring more than 100 different paths. Only one path leads to salvation, the game's description reads. The real kicker is right in the name. Its creator challenges players to complete the game before asking uh, for a refund on Steam. As you know, Valve allows players to refund uh, request a re- refund for nearly any reason so long as the request is made within two weeks of purchase and you've logged less than two hours of playtime. So, I I kind of love this because the guy, the, the game's cheap. It's $4, so it's not even that much money. It's just a maze game where you're just trying to escape the maze but it's most certainly going to take you more than two hours to figure the figure out the right path because there's a hundred different paths. So the guy probably knew that the game wasn't very good and was just like, you know what, let's just name it, refund me if you can, and see if people will actually buy the game and not be able to get those refunds. I think you just nailed it right on the head there. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's amazing. It's, it is a pretty good marketing can't like uh, anyone who makes something they like obviously you want them to be proud of their own work but if you make something and you know it's not the greatest hey just put a little spin on it yeah people have been doing this since capitalism just uh, the the next iteration and i think this one's pretty clever to be said yeah and it's it's cheap enough that it's not gonna like break your bank account typically for four dollars four bucks whatever yeah even Um, i could afford that and the system requirements are low enough that you should be able to run the game on virtually any system made on the last decade, is what it says. Which, which is good, because I game exclusively on a Raspberry Pi. 
Do you? Do you really? Is it a raspberry? Just a raspberry pie? Just the normal? It's just a raspberry pie. Just the one? Just just the regular one. With what? What did it come with? Two hundred fifty-six megs of RAM. Uh, I want to say mine has five twelve. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe, maybe. maybe I didn't get the first one. Maybe I got the second one. Anyways, I have a Raspberry Pi four hundred, which is uh, a... not not to get further off topic, but I would love to to get a BeagleBone Black even still. Oh, what? Microcomputers are uh, BeagleBone Black. Oh yeah, those ones are cool too. There Microcomputers are, there are, some... are cool. There are, uh, but I got a Raspberry Pi four hundred, which is the uh keyboard it's it's the the all-in-one so there's a keyboard and a raspberry pi in it and you can play it you can play with it like that so it's it was like a hundred bucks but it comes with all the stuff you need uh to hook it up to a computer and or hook it up to a monitor and all that it's really good (laughs) i recommend a raspberry pi if you like tinkering or if you just want to create like a really cool uh retro machine that you can play or up to playstation or if you want to play a neat game about uh, being scared and trying to beat it while well, you can refund it. I don't know if this will run on Raspberry Pi. It, it says almost any computer in the last 10 years. You might have said that. I don't think they said it, that. Yeah, it, 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 I did. It said system requirements are low enough that you should be able to run it on any virtual or virtually any system made within the last decade. But the problem is Raspberry Pis are run on ARM architecture, so I don't know if it's going to run... Uh, if this game would run on Raspberry Pi, because I don't know if this game runs on ARM. You see what know. I'm saying? See? I do know what you're saying. I, I do not know. Uh, but anyway, we're going to move on to our last story. So it's uh, turning out to be a short podcast. This is That's your okay. story. You told me not to read this story on air because uh, it's too uh, long. Yeah, not, not to read it line by line. The people who made this article assume that, like, you don't know what chess is, and I, I don't want to, like, insult anyone by doing that. Chess the, is a game where you have 25 pieces. I don't, it's it's I don't Primitive know. Warhammer. It's so, what? It's Primitive Warhammer. Think about okay. it. Okay. So the, the deal, and this is more like an honorable mention than an actual story that I want to go through, is that a chess robot grabbed and broke the finger of a seven-year-old opponent in Moscow. Good. They're, good? Good. Seven-year-old kid, man. The, the robot the, clearly got upset that the kid was beating him. No, I, I think what actually happened here is the kid might not have been uh, participating in the experiment properly. Oh, okay. There's a, a video that shows it happening, and the, there's a, a machine arm, the kinds that you see in like a manufacturing plant with a you know, pincher apparatus, essentially, who's playing four games of chess at once. Or I think it's three games of chess while someone like overlooks it, but I digress. The kid is like making decisions on what piece to move yet while the robot is making its move. Yeah. And the kid goes to like grab a piece just as the robot's about to grab it. So his finger gets pinched with it. And his it got did his finger get fully broken? Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um and and from the article I read, uh there was a woman and then three men all came and like grabbed the kid basically and and the dude in the video who first reacts to it like you, you ever hear the the saying you know don't panic when something's going on he didn't follow those instructions he is full-blown panic mode oh yeah i mean clearly that's what's happening because I mean, it makes sense this machine does not understand the difference between flesh and metal nor does it care no um did you ever hear this reminded me of an urban legend now it's not from what i understand from what i looked up it's not something that actually happened but it was a uh, it was a, a rumored 
and an urban legend that happened in the Soviet Union where there was a supercomputer at the time that was playing against uh, a chess master. And the chess master had won three games in a row against the robot. And the way that the robot moved the pieces, which it, it would send low-level electricity to the pieces and then move them corresponding with the electrical signal that it gave it. And uh, the chess master apparently had his... He was getting very sweaty while playing chess, and he went to grab one of the pieces as the robot sent electricity through it and killed the guy and it ended up killing the uh the chess master and the reports from this urban legend is that the robot was mad that it had lost three games in a row and could not win it was programmed to win chess and because it could not win chess legitimately it decided to kill the chess master because that was the best way for it to win. That does sound like an urban legend. I, I do have some, like, critical flaws to bring up. How many amps are they putting through this thing that it killed someone? Jesus Christ. I know, right? Yeah, it's it's I, it's, I don't... it's fake, obviously. Yeah, but... Of course. Do they have OSHA? Do, like, is somebody not regulating that? You cannot put your hand anywhere near something that's going to put that much voltage through This you. was like the 1980s in the Soviet Union. You think they had OSHA? Maybe. Probably I not. I would imagine not. I've seen photos of the Soviet Union in the 1980s. It doesn't look like they did. Oh, man. the. I mean, yes, the Soviet Union was obviously not a great thing, but they had some cool architecture. I gotta say. Sometimes. Sometimes it was like, we have a ramp that doesn't go to a door. That's... It's just a yeah. ramp to a brick wall. That is That is true. Um... Yeah, it says here uh, in the in the article, it says a Russian grandmaster uh, said the incident, this uh, being about the kid getting his finger broken, uh, was no doubt due to some kind of software error or something. This has never happened before. There are such accidents. I wish this has never happened before. There are such accidents. I wish the boy good health. It of seems, course, yeah. No, seems like no. a direct translation. Um, so, yeah. I I wonder if this is going to happen more when we get you know more and more robots in our lives. I can like, only assume so. Like like what will happen is there's going to be a, a bit of a ebb and flow where more and I'm trying to say robots here specifically robots that have like interactive bits like this. The more we see specifically that, the more people are going to whether intentionally or otherwise wrongfully use those devices. Well, and I have, like, we're talking about AI and stuff, and and a, full full driving, full uh, what is it called? Uh, Autom uh, automotive driving. Yeah, yeah, fully automated driving. There we go. Um, automated automotives. Yeah, and and Tesla's coming out with that. Other cars, other car companies are working on it, and some like a lot of newer cars. As long as you're not getting like you know a Ford Fiesta or something, uh, you can get like lane assist, right? So you're like driving down the highway and you kind of don't have to pay attention because you can just use lane assist, and it will keep you in the middle ish, and and it it makes driving a little bit easier. And then there's the full self service or full service driving, which is 
what uh what Tesla's working on where you can just program your destination and the car will just take you there. And hearing stories like this where, you know, a kid gets his finger broken by a robot or uh you know, Tesla a Tesla got into an accident while lane assist was on. It it makes it harder for that to get adopted because people will only listen they won't pay attention to the 300 trips the person has made before that that were fine only the one that only the one time that they got into an accident and so it makes people hesitant to adopt these technologies and i don't i don't like that especially because a lot of the people who i know who say oh i don't i don't trust my computer to drive for me i'm like i've seen you drive like <laughs> i think computer's gonna make a lot less the, for lack of a better word, human error than a human is. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, what are what are your thoughts? Are you excited for this? I I know. Are you talking about specifically cars and AIs, or like robots that could break children's fingers? I'm so excited about more robots breaking children's fingers, Reed. Let me tell you. I I want a personal nanny uh, that would uh, break a ch- a child's finger if they got in trouble. Finally, proper discipline. No, and the, to to put a, a an end cap on all of this, it's it's not if it's when AI becomes more and more prevalent in our lives, we are going to see more and more human to machine interaction. Whether it's self driving cars or whether it's robots that play chess with you. Yeah, and yeah. I can't stress this enough. I don't think this was intentional. It no. looks to me, from a, a perspective point of view, that the kid was just improperly interacting with this machine and as a result it got wedged somewhere a finger got put somewhere that it shouldn't have been at the wrong time yeah but we're gonna see more stuff like this as we go through and whether that's devices that don't have the capacity to interact that hard you know it can't turn its potentiometer to the point that it breaks a finger maybe that's the result we're gonna see but i guarantee you this is not the last we see of man versus machine yeah, and it says here at the very end of that article that you posted, which is included, all the articles are included in the comment section below, or in the in the description below. It says, robots used in medical surgery were also held responsible for the deaths of 144 people between 2008 and 2013. More recently, Elaine Herzberg was killed by an uber-autonomous car that hit the 49-year-old at 40 miles per hour as she was crossing the road in Tempe, Arizona in 2018. Generally, however, human error or lack of human understanding of robotic processes is the most frequent cause. It pays to be careful around robots, even if they're only playing chess. And, of course, the person in the Soviet Union who... De- it definitely not an urban legend. It definitely happened where the chess master died because the robot got mad at him. It definitely happened. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was in an episode of 1,000 Things to or 1,000 ways, oh, oh, ways to die. I think a lot of those are um, intentionally dramatized. Yeah, and so and so I Googled it. Like I, I was like, that sounds fishy. And so I Googled it, and it's an urban legend. Some of them, some of the ways that they people died um, did happen, but the majority of that show is kind of uh, urban legends and, and obviously uh, dramatized so to make it worse. I, I don't want to... Uh you know, blow your brind or anything like that. I don't, I don't want to blow your mind, but that's all television, Nathan. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. Wait a minute. 
So are you telling me that professional wrestling might not be real? You might want to sit down for this one. Nate. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, this has been the Reading Entertainment Channel. Thank you so much for joining us again. I need to have a hard discussion with Nathan here. That well, it was it actually we are done with stories for the day, so we're just going to cut this podcast. It's going to be shorter than most of them. Uh, but if you want more of us, uh, what is it tomorrow or is it next week? Clint's Core Classic gets updated. Uh, that is going to be August 1st, which is going to be next Monday. The first Monday of August is when season six, the final season of Clinton's Core Classic starts up. Yeah. And I would want... be just delighted if you checked it out and, if... you know, maybe gave it a six star review, five star review, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you go to Clinton's Core Classics, uh, you can listen to us banter and bicker, mainly bicker uh, and, and talk extensively about rules of Pathfinder. That's, yes, that's how I know you don't listen. A lot of that stuff gets edited out. I know. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for being here, Connor. I'm all you had. You are all I got. And I will be back next week. Thank you for being here, Reed. Goodbye. Goodbye.